The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... An overview of the 56th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Welcome to ACB Reports for June 2017. The 56th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind will be held from June 30th through July 7th. The location is the Nugget Casino Resort in Sparks, Nevada. This month, ACB Reports is pleased to present an interview with Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman. This interview was recorded by Rick Lewis and Rick Morin for the Affiliates in Action program, which is heard on ACB Radio Mainstream. It has been edited to fit the time constraints of ACB reports. What's the theme of the convention this year? The theme of the convention this year, of course, we're in Sparks, Nevada, which is just outside of Reno. The theme of the convention is ACB Sparks Success. Because, of course, ACB has had many, many successes over the last years, and especially over the last couple of years, and we want to focus on that. And Sparks, of course, because we'll be there over the 4th of July, and The Nugget has a great festival right outside the hotel to celebrate the 4th of July with a huge fireworks display. Talk to us about Reno. For those people that haven't been to Reno and haven't been to that hotel, what are some of the things they should know about the airport and the hotel itself and that kind of stuff? Reno, of course, is in Nevada, but the weather is not as hot as Las Vegas because it is in the mountains. So it may get warm during the day. It could be in the 90s during the day. The humidity is very low. And then at night, it'll cool down to the 60s and 50s. So the pavement doesn't stay hot like it did in Las Vegas and Phoenix. It, you know, cools down very nicely. It's a very, very comfortable temperature. Summer is statistically quite dry in Reno, so we shouldn't have any problems with rain. Of course, one never knows that, but um, it should be beautiful weather. Uh, The Reno-Tahoe Airport is quite small, which is very nice, easy to get around. And one of the great things that the Nugget offers as part of their resort package, which we have under our convention contract, is complimentary shuttle to and from the airport. The shuttle leaves every half hour. You don't have to make reservations. You just go outside the baggage claim. And we will, of course, have volunteers at the airport to help you and airport personnel. So it's going to be very easy to get to and from the airport. Most of our rooms will be in what's called the West Tower of the hotel. All the rooms in the West Tower will have refrigerators and safes. A lot of the staff is still there from 2011 when we were there the last time. It's a great place, and the wonderful thing about the Nugget is all the different restaurants and reasonably priced restaurants. There is a very high-end steak restaurant in the hotel for someone who's looking for event dining. But then Rosie's Cafe, which is a casual 24-hour restaurant, serves breakfast 24 hours a day. Their food is so reasonable and huge portions. Any meal you can get for under $10 or around $10. It's really, really very reasonable. Wow, that's great. So I don't think anyone will complain about Rosie's. There's a rotisserie buffet, 
they have some staples, but then each night is a different international theme. And now they're open for lunch and dinner. Then there's the noodle hut, which is, as it sounds, a lot of different noodle dishes and oriental dishes. They also, for people who like sushi, serve sushi in the evenings. There is the oyster bar, which serves all kinds of things other than oysters. I had a bowl of jambalaya there one time that could have fed seven people, and it was very reasonably priced. Then they have a Starbucks, opens for your morning coffee, and they have sandwiches and salads and things for lunch also. New at the Nugget, they have Gilly's Saloon, which is the Texas Cowboy Bar with the Mechanical Bull. Oh, great. Two-step and dancing? Yep. Do, they, do they have yep. live music? Uh, yes, they do. They're only open, I believe they're open Thursdays through Sundays. So they're not open every night, and they get very crowded, and it is a loud place, and you do need to make reservations. We are starting our first tour on Friday, June 30th. Our first tour, we're calling Three Museums in One, and it is three very unique museums. The first one we're going to is a planetarium, and I know the people who went there and looked at it in October were really blown away by this planetarium because it had all kinds of tactile features. There is a globe that you can touch, and it moves around, and you can see how fast the Earth is spinning. There is a simulator that you can touch and see all the craters on the moon. There's something that gives you an idea of how hot the sun is. There's all kinds of really cool things at that museum. And then there is also a gem museum that has all different kinds of gems and stones that you can touch and interact with. And then a natural history museum and lunch. So that's going to be a great first Friday tour. And then that evening, we are taking a dinner cruise on Lake Tahoe. They'll greet you as you walk on the deck with a glass of champagne, and you'll sit down for a plated dinner. Then there'll be selections. You can choose your selection. And then there's a couple of decks to relax on. One has a band, and the other is just more conducive to talking. So that's going to be great on Friday. Oh, and we're doing a city bus tour on Friday also for people who get in midday and just want to take a short tour and are too late for the museum tour. But um, we're doing a city bus tour. We're also doing two city bus tours on Saturday, and the city bus tours are guided, narrated tours through the city, no stopping. You just get the feel of the history and the topography of the town provided by our step-on guide. Also, Saturday, we're doing something very unique and interesting. We are going tubing down the Truckee River. You go down the river in an individual tube. We'll have guides to help you along. It is going to be chilly. You do have to be able to swim just in case, obviously. Everybody will wear a helmet. Everybody will wear a life jacket, of course. No guide dogs. Wear water-type shoes like Tevas or some kind of tennis shoes. And then we'll have a nice lunch afterwards provided by the tubing place with some sandwiches and soda and beer. But no beer until you get off the river. (laughs) That sounds pretty cool, though. Yep. Also on Saturday, we are going to the... National Automobile Museum. We did this in 2011, and when I went to look at it the fall before, I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to be something for, you know, how much people are going to get out of a car museum. But it was wonderful, and we get white gloves, we get to touch a lot of the old classic cars, 
and they have the museum set up in streets representing different eras of history. And they talk about the history. They have some clothes from the history. They have a lot of memorabilia from the various times, too. So it's not just automobiles. It's very interesting, and we're going to have lunch there. And during lunch, we'll have a lecture from one of the docents talking about the museum and some of the exhibits and some of the histories. On Sunday, July 2nd, we are going to Greenhorn Creek Ranch. And Greenhorn Creek Ranch is a little over an hour away from the hotel. It's in the mountains of California. It's right outside a national forest. You can smell the pines. When I got there and walked out of the car, it was like, oh, it just smells so good. And you could just hear the birds and the quiet. It's a very cool guest ranch where there will be some horse riding experience that you can do if you want to add that on. Otherwise, you can swim in their pool. You can sit out on their big outdoor porch outside their saloon, and they have all kinds of big, comfy rocking chairs. You can sit out on a chair. We're going to do wagon rides, and then we're going to have a cookout with steak and ribs and all the fixings. And, you know, any guitar players, bring your guitars. We can sit around and have a sing-along and just kind of enjoy the outdoors. I know some people that play ukulele, so maybe there'll be a okay. ukulele, too. Maybe. We, maybe. Could, we could use a ukulele. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds great, though. We are doing a couple of Texas Hold'em poker tournaments also on Sunday. So any card players, that's a place for you to go and win prizes. We are doing the National Railroad Museum in Carson City on Monday. The highlight of this tour is you actually get to go out and ride. It's about a 25-minute train ride on a steam engine train. Ooh, I love that. And they have an old railroad station sitting at, at the museum, so you go through the railroad station to get on the train. And they have all kinds of railroad memorabilia and it's a great gift shop. The docents will talk about the history of the railroad going through Nevada and how that all was completed and just basically railroads throughout the United States. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, the old steam trains have a very unique smell to them, too. And sound and, oh, yeah. you know, they have a lot of train whistles, listening to those train whistles. That's yep. so It's so cool. It just yep. brings you back. That sounds great. Tuesday, as I mentioned, we're doing the festival. We're not doing any other tours on Tuesday because we understand it would be pretty difficult to get our buses in and out that day because of the crowds for the festival. So we are doing festival tours if people want to go to. And there, of course, as always, are tons and tons of convention-related activities, so you'll have more than enough to keep you busy on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we're doing three tours. We are doing a tour to a winery, but it's not just a winery. It is also a distillery. They make wines, and they also make some specialty gins and bourbons. Very, very interesting, and they'll talk about the production, and there's lots of time for tasting. So for any of you wine or spirits enthusiasts, it's a must-attend tour. However, you'll have to decide between your wine and your candy because at the same time, We have our Sweet Tooth Tour, and we are going to a candy factory. That's mean to force that choice. We'll find out who really likes what. (laughs) (laughs) This is Kimmy Candy. They make all kinds of wonderful candy. You'll get to go to their sampling room. You'll get to go through their factory. They say that everybody who goes to the factory does have to wear a hairnet. And this is one tour 
where during the factory part of the tour, guide dogs are not allowed into the factory, which is understandable. It's going to be quite a nice tour. I like the sample room spot. Lots of time for buying. Yeah, it must smell wonderful in there, too. Yes. The third thing we're doing on Wednesday, and if you've gone to either of the other two tours earlier in the day, you can still do this. We are going to a Nevada Aces game, their minor league baseball team. They are playing the Rainiers, which are the Diamondback farm team. This is going to be very cool because as part of the game, we are going to a special buffet that they have. And the buffet is open for a couple of hours, so you can even be eating through the first hour of the game if you choose to. They have all kinds of ribs, chicken, all the fixings. I guess it's quite the buffet. And then sit back and enjoy the game. What is more fun than minor league baseball? Oh, minor baseball. league baseball is fantastic. It's a totally yep. different experience. It's absolutely wonderful. Who are the Aces affiliated with? You said the other team was Diamondbacks. The Aces are Seattle Mariners. So that's going to be a very fun, busy Wednesday. And then the final Friday, we are going to Virginia City, which, of course, is a very historic old town. started out in the gold-silver mining days. And one of the things that we're going to do when we're at Virginia City is we're going to go through a silver mine. And for any of you tall people, they will have you wear a hard hat because it is a very low ceiling. It is pretty cool. You might not want to go down there if you're claustrophobic because it is kind of a small place. But you'll go through the mine. They'll show you how the mining was done. You'll get to feel what the inside of the mine looks like, feel what the walls are like. You know, it was very, really enjoyed that part of the tour. We're also going on a trolley tour that will take you around the city, and it's a historical tour, and they'll tell you about all the buildings and about the history of Virginia City, and they'll tell you about the mining and the brothels and the industry and the whole nine yards. And then we are going to a Wild West show, which should be fun. People who went to Virginia City in 2011 said the one thing that they missed was more time to go shopping on their own. So there'll be a few hours where we'll work it out with, you know, volunteers, try to get people who want to shop for like things to go together. There's about four blocks of adorable little shops, anything from jewelry to fudge to ice cream to leather. Then there's probably 10 different restaurants there. So you can have lunch on your own. You can do some shopping. You can enjoy. And we'll be there to help get everybody to where they want to get to. Tell us a little bit about the host committee. We have a host committee, and they are working very hard trying to get things organized for us. They are having a Welcome to Nevada party on Friday evening at 8 p.m. They have a band called the Voodoo Dogs, and it is a band who was there in 2011, if anybody was at their party then. But they do, as they say, they do everything from country to rock. Yeah, I hear they're pretty and good, too. Rick Comey is the president of ACB of Nevada. He's a wonderful, wonderful host. He's so. a lot of fun. He's been a great help. Yes, I really appreciate Rick and his host committee. You're listening to ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. Rick Morin is speaking with Janet Dickelman about the organization's upcoming conference and convention. Due to a shortened schedule, many conference and convention meetings will happen earlier in the week this year. Janet Dickelman explains. We are having our opening ceremony on Saturday evening, July 1st, and then morning general sessions Sunday through Wednesday from 8.30 to noon, 
And then our all-day general session will be on Thursday, and then our banquet will be Thursday evening. I know one thing people always ask about general sessions is, who's the talking book narrator going to be? The other question they always ask is, where's the guide dog relief area? Yep. Well, first I'll tell you about the talking <laughs> okay, book narrator. Go right ahead. The talking book narrator is Madeline Bazard, who's read a lot of books. And the guide dog relief areas, there will be two of them. One is on the west side, outside the west side tower, and the other one is off the meeting area, just past where um, general sessions are in a parking structure. Same places that they were in 2011, for those of you who were there with dogs. I would have to talk about our banquet for a moment, which is Thursday evening. I'm so excited because this is really a first. Many of you recall last summer when NBC had the Summer Olympics, they had audio descriptions for their primetime Olympics coverage. And we are very fortunate to have Norma Wick, who was the female audio describer for the Olympics. Yeah, she was, going to be she our was great. Speaker. It was so phenomenal watching the Olympics with the audio description. And they did such a good job. And this is live sports that they're covering. You yeah, know, this is not an easy thing to do. It's got to be incredibly difficult. And they did a great job, a wonderful they job. They really did. I was very impressed with the way that they did it. And what a wonderful thing for NBC to do and to be able to have Norma as our banquet speaker. And she'll be able to talk to us about, you know, what it was like audio describing primetime event and how do you describe some of these Olympic feats that people are doing? You know, the gymnastics, that to me would be really difficult. But they did a great job. So that's our banquet speaker. We have a lot of sponsors this year for our convention, which is always wonderful. And several of them are holding focus groups, workshops, training classes during the conventions. They'll all be listed on the pre-registration form, so you'll know what's coming. But I just wanted to give you a little overview. On Saturday... Uh, VFO is doing two sessions on Zoom Techs, and also on Saturday, Hims is doing a session on their new Braille display. VFO is also going to do Sunday evening and Monday evening some training labs where they're going to have some laptop computers, and they'll have a couple of people in the room who can help you with any JAWS or screen reading questions. Google is doing five different sessions, three on Saturday and two on Sunday, about various things that they're involved in. On Tuesday, Microsoft is doing a Microsoft usability study. Also, Sprint is doing a program. They're still working out the details on that on Tuesday. Humanware will be there Sunday evening with a class on the Braille Note and Tuesday evening with the Victor Stream class, which is, of course, always very popular. AT guys are going to be there Sunday evening with a couple of sessions. Charter Communications is coming, and they're going to be doing a couple of focus groups on Sunday and Monday evening. And J.P. Morgan Chase will also be doing some focus groups on Wednesday and Thursday. So we've got a lot of our corporate sponsors who are doing sessions now, the focus groups and workshops, um, do people have to do anything to get involved in those or some of those by invitation? or 
yes, a couple of these focus groups and trainings, they do want you to sign up in advance, and that information will all be listed in the article and in the convention previews that I've sent out. And also it will be on the pre-registration form. The convention previews that I've been sending out are going to be on ACB Radio and Audio Now, our phone service. So those of you who don't have email will also have access to them. What are some of the high points of the general sessions this year? I know this year we have elections for the officers. We do. Yes, all the officers are up for election on Thursday. Some officers can run again. Some cannot or are not. We want to make sure you're there for that to vote. I know that we'll have uh, Karen Kenninger from National Library Services. Will Shell from the FCC is going to be talking about audio description. We, of course, will have, and this year it will be on Monday, our scholarship winners presentation, which is one thing I always have to make sure. I don't get to be in a lot of general sessions, but I always try to get in there for the scholarship winners because I love seeing these students and hearing their stories, and they definitely are the future of ACB. You're listening to ACB Reports. Rick Morin is speaking with Janet Dickelman about the upcoming conference and convention of ACB. The Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk and the annual fundraising auction are important events for the organization. Saturday morning is the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, and they are doing it this year again indoors throughout the hotel, so you don't have to take a bus or don't have to go outside. Our auction is Monday evening. Normally, with the change in convention, it would have been on Tuesday, but with the 4th of July festival, we felt it might be a little difficult getting auction volunteers into the hotel. So we're having the auction on Monday evening. Our new auction chair, Kim Hebert, is really working hard to get all kinds of fun auction items for everyone to bid on and buy. And then the Friends and Art Showcase will be Tuesday evening. Our ACB film night, on Wednesday, is the almost Academy Award-winning film, La La Land. Yeah, almost. Well, you should you should be doing that and, um, and the other one, too. What? Well, actually, BPI is doing a movie night, and they're showing Moonlight. Two. So you're getting the Academy Award and the almost Academy Award. Some of the other favorite evening events, ACB Families is doing their bingo. We're doing our Gospel Sing Sunday evening. And Student Comedy Night will be Wednesday evening. And RSVA is doing their karaoke again this year. They didn't last year, but this year they've got someone to do karaoke, so they're back to doing a comic and their karaoke on Sunday evening. And then all the affiliates and committees have numerous workshops, seminars, lunches, breakfasts. There is so much to do at this convention. What about the exhibit hall hours and marketplace? The exhibit hall will open as normal Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. It'll be Saturday from 1 to 5, Sunday through Tuesday, 11 to 5, and Wednesday, 9 to 1. We will have Marketplace before general sessions, so we will have our first Marketplace Saturday evening, and then Sunday through Thursday from 7.30 to 10.30 a.m. Pre-registration will open up on May 24th and will run through June 20th. 
There are several ways you can register. You can request a paper registration form. You can do that by contacting the Minneapolis office if you would like. But the best way to register is to do it online. And you can go to our website, www.acb.org, and there will be a link May 24th to 2017 registration. And it's very easy to register online. But if you're not a computer-savvy person, you can call our registration line, which is 800-866-3242, which is actually also the Minneapolis office. And you can leave your name and phone number. And please leave the time zone that you're in and the best times for someone to contact you. And one of our telephone registration cadre numbers will call you and take your registration over the phone. The people who are doing these registrations are doing it as a volunteer. So it may take a couple of days for them to get back to you, but they will try to get back to you as quickly as possible. When you arrive at the convention, our convention registration to pick up your registration packets will be open Friday morning at 8 a.m. Not to fear anyone who's going on the tour Friday morning. You'll be on a list, and they can give you your ticket at the bus if you can't get to registration before you go. Registration will be open, and we did this last year, and it worked out very well from 8 to 11 a.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for pre-reg pickup only. So only for people who have registered in advance can come and pick up their packets. No extra tickets can be sold during that time. No initial registrations can be done. After 11 a.m., anyone who's coming to pick up their registration or new registrations can come to the registration room. This really helps move the line along, especially early on when people are just there to pick up their registration packets. As the interview concluded, Janet gave more information about the hotel and the reservation process. We have the resort fee, as I mentioned, that includes the um, shuttle to and from the airport, also includes free Wi-Fi in your room, includes two bottles of water a day per room. And that's very important to remember because if you're sharing a room with someone else, it's not two bottles a person, two bottles a day. So. Right. You have two complimentary bottles of water in your room. Anything over that that you consume would be a charge. And free access to the health club and free concierge service. Now, one thing I don't think we talked about, Janet, are the rates at the hotel. What are the rooms? The rates? rates at the hotel are $89 a night for single or double occupancy. For additional people, up to four people, it would be an additional $10 a person. No extra charge for two people, but three or four would have that extra $10 a person. And the phone number for reservations is 800-648-1177. Our group code is GACB17. No, is there a deadline for hotel reservations? They would like to have reservations in by June 15th, but I would recommend you get them in as soon as you can. We have a block of rooms reserved, but they will start releasing them after the 15th. So not that you can't make a reservation after the 15th. You can, but I would certainly recommend you make it sooner. That was Janet Dickelman, Convention Coordinator for the American Council of the Blind. ACB Reports extends its thanks to Rick Lewis and Rick Morin, producer and host of Affiliates in Action, for the use of this interview. 
You can hear Affiliates in action each month on ACB Radio Mainstream or on the archive page at acbradio.org. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide on side four of the Braille Forum cassette edition and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.